Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Real Estate Red Zone, brought to you by the Texas Real Estate Research Center at Texas A&M University. I'm Haley Reeder, Communications Specialist. Today is Wednesday, May 19th, 2021. Yesterday, the Texas Real Estate Research Center turned 50. On May 18th, 1971, Governor Preston Smith signed Senate Bill 338, creating the center and placing it at Texas A&M University. Center Executive Director Gary Mailer said, The center has exceeded the dreams of its founders. More than 2,300 technical reports, articles, white papers, videos, books, and other materials help Texans make the best real estate decisions. We thank all of our constituents for your continued support over the past 50 years. Now on to today's podcast. The COVID-19 pandemic has impacted the U.S. and Texas labor markets significantly. Mass layoffs and furloughs left millions of Americans unemployed. From March 21, 2020 to May 8, 2021, over 5 million initial unemployment claims have been filed in Texas. With the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccine and the reopening of the economy, the labor market has made great improvements. Where does the labor market stand now, and what should we expect going forward? Center research economist Dr. Luis Torres has been tracking employment since the onset of the pandemic. He joins us today to share his insights. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, Haley. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. Describe the current state of Texas labor market. So we're in recovery mode. Uh, The recovery is gaining strength. Uh, In the month of of March, the Texas economy gained around 99,000 jobs. So right now, we've recovered around 983,000 of the jobs, of the 1.4 million jobs lost during uh, March and April of, of 2020. Mm-hmm. So we're down around $469,000, but the momentum, the strength we're seeing in the, reco- the jobs employment recovery, the strength of the, in, in the, in the, the economy looks really positive going forward that probably we're going to recover uh, all those jobs lost. We're going to be back to pre-pandemic levels at probably at the end of the year. Right now, for the month of April, based on our Texas leading indicator, we're forecasting gaining around 50,000 jobs in the month of April. That shows you that the positive uh, momentum is going to continue for the rest of the year. Which employment sectors were hit the hardest by the pandemic and which ones have rebounded the strongest? So definitely leisure hospitality was a sector that was hit the hardest. It's a sector, an industry where you cannot uh, socially distance. So those, that sector is basically made up of the arts and entertainment uh, industry also, and also the accommodation and, and, and food services uh, industry also. So those, you know, restaurants, bars, hotels, uh, movie theaters, all that sector was hit the hardest. Now, the other sector that was, was hit the hardest was the oil industry, the oil jobs. And why is that? Because the oil industry was hit by the pandemic uh, as the, the world economy shut down. Also, the demand for oil uh, went down. So that caused uh, that was a, a big decrease in in the in, in the demand for en- for energy for oil, for oil industry. So that caused a big decline in the oil industry sector. Yeah. 
what sector is doing really well, that was the transportation and, and, and warehousing sector. That sector has actually uh, recuperated all the jobs lost during the pandemic. And it actually, is, is, it's back to pre-pandemic uh, levels. The other sector is the financial industry sector is also back to pre-pandemic levels. Why is that? Because they're industries that you can socially distance. Transportation and warehousing, you know, they the importance of moving goods and services during the pandemic. And of course, you, you, you're socially distant, you're probably driving a truck. Uh, the warehousing sector also uh, uh, is a sector that you can actually uh, socially distance. And also the, the financial industry sector, that's doing uh, really, did really well. And you, people could work from home and they were, it wasn't as affected by the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So that sector is also doing well. Now, the only MSA in Texas that actually has recovered their jobs and, and are back to pre-pandemic level, levels is Waco, the Waco MSA. So of, of the 25 MSAs, the Waco MSA is the only one that's actually back to pre-pandemic uh, uh, employment levels. Is there any reason for that? Well, in the industry mix, uh, you know, there's no, there's the, the industrial part of it. There's not a lot of industries, like they don't depend more on the hospitality, uh, the university, Baylor University, a major employer, uh, also the hospital uh, sector. So all of these contributed for late Waco, Texas to recover the jobs faster, uh, transportation, uh, than, than other MSAs in, in, in the state. How is employment performing in comparison with projections from last year? So it's performing better. You know, the projections, be, the projections we had were before the, the vaccines were, 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 uh, were produced or, or distributed. We knew that the vaccines were in the pipeline, but, you know, initially you don't know how efficient they're going to be, the distribution of the vaccines. And, I've, and that has allowed for the recovery, the employment recovery to move even faster. What permanent employment changes do you expect to see as a result of the pandemic? I think the, the hybrid uh, 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 working environment, I think that's going to stay. I think mm-hmm. we've proven that you can work from home. You can be productive working from home. And I think that 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 idea is, and, and we've proven also that the, te- the technology works. So I think that the idea moving forward is going to allow us, you know, for the, not to go back to a nine to five, Monday to Friday work week. I think everybody, like, we showed, the economy showed that you can work from home and be productive. You know, GDP grew in those sectors. Those service sectors, I'm talking about, they did really well. Professional business services, financial activities. uh, A lot of part, you know, there were some sectors like industrial capitality where you can actually distance and went down. But these sectors actually uh, showed positive. You know, they recovered, they they were recovery mode, and there were gains in those sectors. So... Yes, I think that the hybrid work environment, I think, is going to continue once the pandemic goes away. And also, it's going to be really hard for people, especially going back to their normal status of working nine to five, once they've, they've enjoyed and, be, and they've shown that they're, they're productive, right? They, they, can, they can work from home and, and still be productive to the company and, 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 and produce output, you know? Yeah. What challenges do the labor market face going forward? So I think... Two challenges. One, bringing back people back to the labor force. I think the first, and that has two stories. The first story is that a lot of people have been out of the labor force, right? So when you're the the the, the, the most time, the, the longer it lasts, 
the difficulty for those people to come back to the labor force. Why? Because they start losing uh, skills and training. The, the skills come become start becoming more obsolete. So they have to find a way to retrain them and make them come back to the labor force. Mm -hmm. Now, the other part of it is we lot, a lot of women were hit the hardest by the pandemic. Why is that? Because a lot of women had to stay home and, and take care of, of, of the children, of the kids, and the family, and the households. So that 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 caused that, that caused a lot of women to leave the, the the labor force. So once again, the challenge is now that once you know we reopen the economy, schools reopen. Hopefully, the, the those the, the children are going to go back to school, and that's going to allow uh, uh, women to go back to the return back to the labor force. So hopefully that that does occur. But there's also some issues there. Let's see if that happens because maybe. They become comfortable and maybe they say, you know what, maybe right now this is too small, I, it worked, uh, maybe it won't return. So that could, some things can change in the meantime. But the idea is that it's positive that now that the uh, you know uh, schools are back, back, that a lot of uh, women are going to come back. The job yeah. recovery looks really good, it looks really strong. And, and hopefully by the end of the year, I think we're probably going to recover all the, the, the jobs lost uh, due to the pandemic. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you, Haley. Thank you for having me. Thanks again, Luis. For more, see COVID-19 impact projections on Texas economy. The center's economic indicator can help forecast changes in the Texas economy resulting from the coronavirus pandemic. We posted a link to it on our podcast webpage and in the YouTube description box. If you're looking for more on Texas employment, check out the newest addition to our research library. The Texas Employment Report compares Texas and the nation's labor markets. It also includes rankings of Texas MSAs and various industries. The link is posted on our podcast webpage. And don't forget to subscribe to email notifications so you always know when the report is updated. While you're on our website, browse through our research library. It includes a wide variety of economic reports and real estate articles. Our latest topics include a monthly Texas housing review, an analysis of state land markets, tax incentive programs, low housing inventories effect on low-income buyers, and more. We posted a link to our research library on our podcast webpage. That's going to be it for today's podcast. If you're looking for more from the Texas Real Estate Research Center, head to our website. That's www recenter.tamu.edu. There, you'll find the latest data, research articles, blogs, news, and more. You can also check out the Center's News Talk Texas database, which is updated daily with the biggest headlines in Texas real estate. You can also subscribe to Recon, our bi-weekly newsletter, to get all the biggest stories sent straight to your inbox. To stay up to date on when articles are published on our website, follow the Texas Real Estate Research Center on social media. You can find us with the handle at RECenterTX on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. For more podcasts like these, you can subscribe on iTunes or to our YouTube channel. All podcasts are also available for free on our website. Thanks for joining us today in the Real Estate Red Zone. Brought to you by the Texas Real Estate Research Center in College Station, Texas, where we've been helping Texans make the best real estate decisions since 1971. 
This is Haley Reader, and I'll see you next time. Bye.